1: G'day, guys. Welcome back to Beers and Break Evens, brought to you by Blue Wealth Property, the very best in the business. I've got a couple of showcases coming up over the next couple of weeks. Uh, they're over at uh, over the north side the other day on the Northern Beaches. Then on the 19th of July, Wealth Through Property. That one's coming to you from Borkham Hills, 6.30 p.m. We'll have the link in the description, or you can reach out to myself, Timmy, please annoy Timmy while he's away on his holiday. I would thoroughly enjoy that. Or reach out to Blue Wealth Property. And then we've got Wealth Through Property at Sydney Olympic Park. Uh, That's at 6.30pm on the 25th of July. And then the 26th of July, Wealth Through Property once again in the Great... Adelaide, First one in Adelaide for a little while, I believe, but Blue Wealth Property, they make investing in property easy for you. Reach out via the link in the description or reach out to myself or Timmy bringing in. It's great. Last week, I had a genuine 5-8 on. This week, I think I might have a genuine halfback on.
2: Ryan, welcome. G'day. Great to be here, mate. How Um, good? Thanks for the call-up, Origin Week. I think this is the third time that I've been here on an Origin Week, so... Representative footy, how good! He
1: actually, uh, he went and got his uh, leg tattooed up this week, like Bradman. Best, yeah, I to make a splash.
2: Well, here I am. I've got the pants on, so you can't see it. But hopefully, yeah, good luck to Bradman tonight. I was saying to you before, it just doesn't feel like an Origin day today, which is a shame as a New South Welshman. But um, he's hoping the boys can get the win tonight, anyway.
1: Fingers crossed. I, I uh, obviously sold those burgundy, I repeat, burgundy hats the other day, and each and every one of you dickheads told me they were maroon hats. So I played a bit of eyes up, went out and got myself a singular blue hat. Today, So hopefully we can even up the juju. Uh, Spring in one of the most passionate Blues fans of all time from Sydney's East, Matty Buxton. Welcome in, mate.
0: Guru, Riser, what's going on? You're right. It uh, unfortunately doesn't feel like an origin today because it's a dead rubber, the first dead rubber against us since 2016. Um, but I guess one good thing for me personally is, and I guess for Blues fans as well, we, we get to get a look at a couple of new people. For me personally... I can't wait to see Cody Walker again. I'm even more excited to see Colin Matangi. Pump for Cam that he's 13. But I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm really... I was, I was as shocked as anyone when Bradman got picked. But I'm pumped to see what Bradman can do tonight. I've got a feeling that tonight might be a little turning point for Cam Murray. I think so too. I think so too. I, I think... No disrespect to Teddy. If he doesn't play next year, there's every chance this would be Cam Murray's last game, not as the Blues captain.
2: I think he's a really good shot to be the skipper next year. I think funny you mentioned Teddy there and funny you mentioned that game three 2016 because I think that was the, the day that Teddy debuted. Correct. Yeah, Correct. so there's a bit of synergy there about yeah. that. I think as well, like, you know, credit to Teddy. I think he mm. breaks Danny Badiris' record tonight of most consecutive Both, origins.
0: For, for, for New South Wales, yeah. New
2: South Wales. So <laughs> there's a bit happening tonight. Um, yeah, to be remiss of us not to at least give Teddy a shout out. It hasn't been his best series, but he's been a great player for New South Wales.
0: S- straight up, and people do push back on me on this, I reckon he's the best player. New South Wales player Since Andrew Johns And I I think it Isn't even close And I reckon There's an argument Like that is in the top three New South Wales players Of all time The the consistency Can't be questioned Take away this series He has been a 9 out of 10 Every Origin game I reckon the three Three of the five best games Of his whole career Have been in a Blues jersey So you can't take away anything Tesco's done for the state It's funny
1: how people Would be sitting at home Laughing at you for that But if you would have said that A year ago No one says shit Exactly right No one says shit So good shout Now I've got to mention it um Maddie's nickname for you, Riser. It's my I don't know if Tim told you last time you were in. Here we go. But it's my absolute favourite. And he didn't actually deliver it with the same gusto he normally does. But he, whenever he says your name, he goes Riser. <laughs> me and uh, me and Timmy always think it's Rizer. like when the ninja Tur- when the ninja turtles talk about Splinter, <laughs> how he's just gonna drop in from the ceiling somewhere. So it's a little running joke of me and Timmy, especially after a few beers
2: <laughs> that we just stare in each other's eyes and say, That's fine. Riser. Call me whatever you it's the want. Best. It's um yeah, M- Bucko and I, we've had some stories over the time. I think we've shared one uh, on this podcast a few weeks back. We won't get there again, but... Um <laughs> Yeah, no, look, just happy to be here. Uh, good vibes on, on a Wednesday morning. He hates a beer, doesn't he? Oh, <laughs> shocker for one. Um, Don't you too tall. Surprised he's even here, actually. And this is a bit of a G-up as well. He yeah. had a personal training session this morning. I, I've known Bucko for five, six years, and that's the first I've heard of a personal trainer <laughs> being involved. Well, his personal trainer started at the Newmarket Hotel at 7pm last night, <laughs> so
1: he's done well to be here. Now, mate, uh, obviously, you're in the Supercoach sphere yourself. Yes. Coach 365, absolutely flying. Tell us about it. Uh,
2: yeah, been there for a couple of years now. I think this is our third year doing the podcast across the socials as well you'll find us supercoach365 um look this year probably coincidentally one of my better years um which yeah i'm happy to turn up when it's a, when it's a good week last week was a good week um as seen by this little trophy here. yeah i wasn't stoked
1: about that i'll be honest with you it's <laughs> yeah. nice to have you but i wasn't stoked not on yeah that.
2: on debut and a bit of silverware first yeah. up um not not too shabby no look um that's where you'll find us we do the tuesday night podcast and uh, pop up on a couple of others where we can
1: and I actually, uh, I love the designs of all your posts. I think That's you've probably got head.
2: the most mm.
1: consistent
2: right. approach. It's something yeah. that I really struggle with. and something that always stands out. With yours. It's probably the good and the bad at the same time. Like that attention to detail is just yeah. like sometimes it can, there's things that happen and you're on the fly and you don't have time to sit down, you know, as a yeah. you know, content producer. but It can um,
1: consume you sometimes, yeah.
2: Yeah, and just to level like the time, the detail, but um, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do our best work probably on Instagram. So if you aren't following us there, you can find us uh, at supercoach three six five.
1: Yeah, make sure you go follow on all these social medias and everything, and uh, also on Threads,
2: Mate, Yes, I don't know what I'm doing on Threads. No one does. It's great. At the same time, it's sort of like I, I really love Twitter. Mm. So as much as it's like I want to get involved, it's just it's just one more app I have to open now. Um, so yeah, you can find us there as well. We, we haven't done a whole heap there at the moment, but...
1: Oh, I was never huge on Twitter. I'd get right. on, say what I want to say, a screenshot it and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sort of enjoying threads a little bit more. Yeah. So, Matty, you're the uh, you're, you're the social media wizard down there. <laughs> well, what are your thoughts on threads?
0: Yeah, I haven't dived into it as much as I probably should have at this point. Um, I've opened the account for my personal one. I saw Denon did it for Bloke, but I don't think there's a post on either one for now. I'm with, it. I'm with you. I'm with you, I I love Twitter. I don't tweet very often. Yeah, but I am like on a Monday show. I'll be like, I reckon 95 percent of the time on Monday show, I'll be scrolling Twitter just to see in case something happens. Like it's it's great for to be like first on the news and yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it can differentiate itself from Twitter, but we'll find out.
1: Yeah, interesting times. I think we're all still trying to work it out as we go. Uh, now, mate, what was your Score, rank. How are you going off the back of last week?
2: Last week, uh, ten eighty six. So pretty handy Ooh. score. I was I was happy with that. And and like Maddie says, uh, you know, we check Twitter on a Monday morning. Generally, I sort of check in a bit of accountability uh, once lockouts open. I felt like a bit of a dick putting that score up. Not, you know, not in. The well, lot- I wasn't going to say it. To <laughs> you, <Yeah. laughs> but in saying that, like it's it's one of those weeks that sort of everything just went right. Yeah. Um, I think I, I brought in Munro off some good advice that he could have been anything um, yeah. last week. Uh, Blake Wilson I'd had from round 13, he suddenly gets a reprieve and scores 114. Yeah. So just things like that fall into place that you can't plan for that um, happening. Uh, so that took me to season rank of 958, so inside Ooh. the top 1,000 now. Uh, so look, happy with that. How many trades you got left? Only eight. So that's, that's the sticking point. No boost left as well. Mm-hmm. I sort of used last week the three trade week as an extra boost of sorts to to cash out some of those players that I wasn't going to be playing with for the run home, brought in those cheaper guys, like I said. Um, So I've got a stack of cash there, 500K in the bank, ready for a a Nathan Cleary perhaps this week, um, if we can make that work.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about him very, very soon because he's going to be huge this week. Uh, Now, as far as the Beers and Breakevens group goes – uh, we have got – our winner this week was Jade and the Sundogs,
2: 1,278. How does it happen? How? How does that happen? I, I, I often look at these teams and you think, that's got to be a sniper team. But then you go through and you see them, they're ranked about 5,000.
1: Yep, he's ranked 5,000.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. You know, Credit to you um, for making that work and – I think they're also the ksc subscriber as well so they pocket 2k for, for that week
1: lovely how good i remember last year i had a week where i was the 26 highest scorer and i remember going into that monday morning going
2: oh my god
1: a chance. this could be it i was about 80 short yeah i wasn't even fucking close
2: there was only 25 ahead of me out of one hundred and fifty thousand. it's unbelievable yeah it happens it happens though i think we've all had probably one or two weeks like that but um what about yourself last week uh i
1: did okay last week i uh i've I've just been – I've had Timmy Williams in the distance and I've just been roping him in <laughs> week by week. Little uh, Scotty Sattler over here running down Todd Byrne. Uh, I i scored 1,021.
2: Nice.
1: I only had 11 or 12, so I was pretty happy with that. I actually um, – I made the decision, so I'm, like, I'm going to go Blake Wilson. Then I went quiet ward, so no. I gave away – gave away 50 points. Yeah. But he's looking like he could be the enough that maybe I was looking for.
2: That's the thing. You're balancing that that act between someone for round 19 and Mm -hmm. and not beyond. Now Wilson looks like he's going to stick around. So that could actually work out against those who brought him in last week. If he um, holds the spot, but doesn't score well. Yeah, exactly. It's it's
1: an interesting one. So I scored 1,021. My rank now, 4,390. The great Timmy Williams, Phoenix Crossland, 945. (laughs) What an idiot. Uh, 4,026 rank. So, uh, there's 29 points separating me and Tim for those playing in, at home. It was about a thousand and twenty nine three weeks ago, so we're making ground. And uh, Bobby Boucher, what's doing with you down there?
0: I actually beat Timmy this week. I wow. got nine. I got nine, nine, nine. So I'm at that perfect sweet spot where I'm not quite as good as you two this week, but I'm as good as the guy that can't defend himself. So love that. Yeah. That's exactly where you want to be, the sweet spot. <laughs> exactly, the right. Up
1: zone. exactly right. I'm all for that. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I put the trophy on my side of the table and then uh, just was trying to be polite and asked Ryan how he we went. And that was a very disappointing answer I received. <laughs> now, you might notice that we have the great stallion, which is going out to one of you this week. And speaking of guys that can't defend themselves in Tim, we've got one that can defend himself. <laughs> and he's a bit of a prick. <laughs> he's now broken our trophy, by my calculations, three times this year. Uh, and I don't know how you're going to defend yourself on this one, mate. But over to you.
0: There, you have no proof that I <laughs> broke that trophy mm. any of those times. I just I don't I don't know what you're talking about. It could have been anyone. It could have been anyone in this studio. You look like Luna Park.
1: <laughs> you're so full of shit. It's not even funny. You broke my trophy three times. Yeah, you, you broke someone's trophy out there. I'm looking at the overall leaders right now, and the bloke that is leading our comp, uh, his name is. Good time for the internet to shit itself. We love that. Whatever his name is, he's coming second overall. Mm. And uh, James, he's the coach of Raging Pole. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, shout out to James. He's coming second overall. So if he manages to win this, I will be sending the stowing out to you in one, two, three, four, five bits. It could be in seven pieces by the time the year's over. It could be. I don't know what maddie has got planned.
0: Also, I think your brother commented on my Instagram the other day, you broke Guru's trophy. <laughs> Yes, he would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a photo of a dog as well. I had no context whatsoever. Love that. <laughs> nice, which, Josh. which, and he's wrong. I didn't do anything. Uh,
1: you're full of shit. You're <laughs> so full of shit. All right. Let's get into some serious supercodes. Now the pleasantries are out of the way. Teamless Tuesday. Uh, by the way, the winner of the weekly prize. Send an email. Beers and breakevens. At gmail.com. You need to chase me up because I won't be chasing you up. I'm too busy chasing Tim. All right. Knights V Tigers, <laughs> Friday, 7.50pm, coming here from Newcastle. For the Newcastle Knights, Bradman Best and Saifiti have been named. Give you the hot tip, Riser. I uh, picked up one Tuwala in my draft comp this morning because I don't know if Bradman Best, being the only Newcastle Knight to play every single minute this year, yeah. he's going to play Origin Wednesday, play Friday against the West Tigers.
2: Eyes up rugby league, if ever oh, there yeah. was. Eyes up super coaching. It's funny you mention that Bess has played every minute. I, I didn't know that, but I swear he was someone last year who couldn't string together two games. He's been someone for the last decade who yeah. couldn't string together two games. So credit games. to him, credit to the, uh, the physio staff up there in Newcastle to get the, the thoroughbred that is um 100%. on the field. He's, he's, yeah, anyway, playing good footy.
1: And uh, we'll talk about it soon when we get to the Penrith Panthers, but uh, Phoenix Crossland at hooker again. Survives.
2: He, you said it yourself. The cockroach. I didn't want to take you, take your thunder, but um, he has been someone who I have traded out, and then they've somehow found my way back into my team. I think, uh, without exaggeration, probably four or five times this year.
1: There's been weeks where he's been my worst trade, a cash cow and a captain option in the same week, (laughs) depending on the day. It's been. (laughs) What is he this
2: week against the Tigers? He's he's a reserve.
1: Right. So you're playing him. Yeah, I'm playing him. Okay. I think when 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 the Newcastle Knights get on the front foot. I think Phoenix gets a little bit of Cam Smith about him and gets a little bit excited.
2: Take yourself back to that Sunday afternoon against the Bulldogs a fortnight ago now. What <laughs> price were you getting uh, same-game multi, Crossland double, I think it was Kurt Mann double. What are you getting pre-kick-off? Oh, long, long, long. We long. wouldn't be here today, i tell you no, that. No way. Anyway.
1: yeah, I love Phoenix. He's uh, he's grown on me very, very quickly. He's my favourite guy that looks like that anyway. Uh, West Tigers. <laughs> our returns this week. Great to see and much needed for the Tigs. Uh, only the one game on Friday, then Saturday. We kick off with the Bulldogs taking on the Brisbane Broncos Saturday, three PM from Belmore. How bloody good. Belmore Oval.
2: Yeah. I think they're looking at seventeen thousand. So the game there's New South Wales Cup beforehand, so that'll double as Reynolds' last game in, yes. in Bulldogs colours. I noticed as well uh, Beyond Odo returning in that game. I'm not right. sure if he's played the last few weeks. I
1: haven't seen I haven't noticed his name, if so. But I think
2: he's been thereabouts. He's come back from an ACL. Mm. So I don't know how if he's hit the ground running, but um, he was someone that they earmarked as a sort of a utility 6-9. So 100%. He could yeah. fill that Reynolds mould. In the Yeah, shout
1: out to Joshie Reynolds. Me and Matty spoke about him the other day as just being probably our favourite grub, hence the nickname. Um, so shout out to him, a fantastic career. And one last Josh Reynolds act just to show you the sort of bloke he is to hand over his top 30 spot. Yeah. For the sex pistol to come in and he's flying. <laughs> uh, for the doggies, Kwai uh, Ward out in reserve, great. Kiraz at centre. Josh Adokar back in. Wilson holds on. Um, I feel like this Canterbury centers and wingers, it's like throwing four dice together and see where they land. They could run out as anything this weekend.
2: Well, that's the question that I've got. Like, Wilson holds the spot. We saw him score a hat-trick last week on the the left side. That's at O'Carr's side. So is he as effective on the right side? Probably not. Um, With Burton that predominantly left half. Um Kiraz in the centres, that's an, an interesting point. We saw how good he was coming out of his own end to start the year, that base that everyone was sort of after from that centre wing. Does he still have that in the centres? I, I would definitely be
1: going. I'd be keeping Fox on the left. Yep. Without a doubt. Wilson on the right. centres, you could go either way. Braden Burns' a fucking good footballer. He just needs to stay fit or yeah, Kiraz. Yeah, yeah. But if Kiraz is at left centre. <sighs> I don't know if I could buy him myself, but, jeez, I could see some points. I I, I think it's his better rugby league position. Right. Centre. But super coach, I don't
2: know. I remember a game, I think it was against the Eels on that, might have been the June long weekend, Mm. 2022, last year. And the Eels were about 20-point favourites with the bookies. Um, No one saw it coming. Kiraz actually played right centre, named on the right wing that day, and he carved the Eels up. And the Eels went on to play in the grand final. He played right centre that day? He did, yeah. Uh, so that was that was June last year. So a lot of water under the bridge since that day. But yeah, anyway, interesting. We won't know until probably five we minutes won't off know kickoff. Until, kick off. Well, until yeah. kickoff. interesting one to watch
1: there though. Thankfully, it's Canterbury. It's not the Panthers, so yeah. probably less appealing. <laughs> regardless, uh, but there are opportunities there for the Broncos. No pain, halves, We'll talk about him very soon. Pierre Curris still on the edge. Paddy Carrigan, he's uh, in the extended squad. I, I'd probably lean towards Pat Carrigan Doesn't play this game, surely.
2: Has he had a rest yet? After I don't origin? think
1: he has. He played on the edge after Origin 2,
2: didn't he, Matty? So he kind of had a rest by his standards. Well, they had to buy round 13, so they didn't play before Origin. Yeah. And then round 16, they had a... Uh, sorry, correct, correct myself. They had the Warriors round 13. Okay. They didn't play. But round 16, they had a buy. Um, round 19, they had a buy. So I think this is really the first time we have to see him back up. Correction, again, they play, he played the Sharks at um, Shark Park. They did back up. And I was surprised that they did. Ryan, you've was... absolutely
1: fucking pretzeled me here. Sorry.
2: Let's just start afresh. He did back up after Origin <laughs> 1 against the Sharks. That's okay. it. Done.
1: Good. We got there. Love that. Glad you did that not me because I would have confused myself even more. Fine. Um, does Pat Carrigan play this weekend or not? I, would say,
2: I would say say, No. Yeah, I think no, too. I would say no. I don't think he'll
1: be there. Uh, Five thirty coming in from Brookvale Over. We've got the Manly Seagulls and the Cows uh, for Manly DC and Jerbo Named was on that left edge, and uh, the debut of Ryan Ma- uh, Ryan Madison, Dean Madison, the younger brother of Ryan Madison, um, who's geez, he's toiled away for a long time yeah. in cup footy to get an opportunity. So shout out to him. You love those stories for the Cows. All the Origin boys named Tamalolo on the bench. I don't think the Cowboys have a choice but to play all their guys. If you have a look in the ladder, I think Manly are in tenth. Cowboys are in 9th. So if Cowboys can knock over Manly, Jesus so gets
2: them a lot closer to that. It's top like eight berth. a four-pointer, like yeah, in the you time. know EPL sense, they say six-pointer. Yeah. Arsenal versus City. This is a four-pointer, especially Manly
1: because they had that drawger in the air. Right. So their form against doesn't matter. Yeah. So if you end up even with them, you all of a sudden fall
2: behind them. What do we make of the Cowboys? Players that suddenly have just—they've hit their form. Valentine Holmes won. I think Scotty Drinkwater is going to break the million-dollar mark this week. Like, could you have said that after round two when he sort of won? No. no. Like he's just come from the clouds. I think it's no coincidence the Cowboys are surging on the back of him finding an extra gear.
1: I I said last week. I think they're the first ever team I've seen that Origin has helped them instead of hindered them. I think it's just reminded six or
2: seven key blokes just how fucking good they are. And in drink water sense, it might have just elevated him to think, oh, hold on, I'm, I'm suddenly an origin-level player. He could debut tonight. He could. Freddie has done a billion Stranger Things. Matty could make debut tonight. <laughs> I'm not ruling it out. Well, he's 18th man at the moment. My point is, if there's a couple of head knocks, he could get a run mm. or at least a foul play. So we haven't really considered that. Oh, I know, I, I haven't until now. Yeah. Um, I, I love the Cowboys. I love what they're doing. I love that left side, Holmes, Drinkwater, Taolungi. There's a lot to like. They're a main footy side. Yeah, and they put it together.
0: All right, uh, Chooks v Storm. Sorry, Carrigan backed up twice. Well, there you go. He's he Tim when you need him. He backed up against the um, Titans as well. I didn't even—I didn't even remember that game to be honest. But yeah, he's backed up twice. Not
2: very well. I think they lost that game.
0: They did. Correct.
2: Well, do what you will
1: with that information, because <laughs> I've got no fucking idea. Where was we are
2: he named in Carrigan? the? Was he named to on an edge or was he named like jersey nineteen twenty? Because I think that he like, played edge like two weeks ago, didn't he? But why are they naming him in nineteen if he's gonna?
1: Yeah. Because I remember one of the commentators was like, Jeez, Pat Kerrigan's workload down." It's like, him, he's yeah, playing him on the edge, edge,
0: brother. Nah, he's played, he's been, he started the game in Jersey 13 in lock every game this year. So whether he got moved to the edge, but he's, yeah. he's been named in 13. The so Dolphins okay. game he
2: played edge. Dolphins it was, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I don't, if I'm going off all that, going off what I think, I reckon he'll be rested. Especially uh, because it's in Sydney. Well. I am
2: banning the name Pat Carrigan from the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Just, well, so that's thing. How many people own Pat Carrigan at the moment? Yeah, exactly Probably right. next year. I that. regret getting into it, especially when Payne House <laughs> isn't playing as well. Just, anyway, let's leave it. All right,
1: uh, Chooks v. Storm. <laughs> we should have brought in a fourth man to help us with that. <laughs> <laughs> Chooks v. Storm, Saturday, 7.35 at the SCG. For the Chooks, the Origin boys, name, Billy Smith and Sueli'i return. Uh, Radley on the edge, Nathan Brown at 13. Uh... Brandon Smith on the bench as well. Uh, still no sign of Sammy Walker. What do you make of the Roosters, mate? I am, uh, I'm just about ready to put the red Sharpie through. Not yet.
2: Not yet? Give them one more week. I think this is the week, right? Like, if we get to... They, get, they love playing at the SCG. I know they moved to the Allianz next door, but they get the game here at the SCG. It's a very different team to the team that we saw dominate at the SCG, 2018-19. Yep. Um, just on that team list, I think Sualee on the wing. Interesting. And I like yeah. it. I like it for him because for him, yeah, for him, yeah, yeah. for him. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna need him and Manu to find that form mm. that they had twenty twenty one. I think it was. Yep. Because um, without that, they just don't. Ha- they don't seem to have that spark, that attack. Does he interest you from a super coach? Definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't looked at his price, but the more I think about it, the more I like it. I think he's going to kick goals. I think you said yourself, Sandon Smith's not the, the best goal kicker, so he should take that back. They look ugly. Is this the first time we have a Brandon and a Sandon Smith Lying uh, up together?
1: I think so Yeah Yeah. Okay. Pretty special stuff
2: Yeah I like it Just on Sam Walker I want to get your thoughts on this He didn't play New South Wales Cup last week Trained the whole week The ACL strain or sprain It wasn't ready to go Yep I think that is the worst news for a Roosters fan Not because he didn't play But the New South Wales Cup team has a bye this week So that's two extra weeks Yep I don't think it's I, uh, I had It's not good news I had Sandon Smith in my draft side I dropped
1: him last week, thinking Sam Walker would be back. Yeah. I regret it. Yeah. I really do regret it. I, I've got a feeling he might hold on. The one that I thought Sandal Smith was doing a fantastic job last game, came up with a, a really poor defensive play, that one on Ben Trevojevic, mm-hmm. And he came up with a few attacking options the last play and whatnot that weren't fantastic. But I just – I don't know how much
2: faith you can have in Sam. Like, as you said, he's, he's still at least two weeks away. Yeah, at but least. You have to assume – it's around 22 then. That's it. When is he back? Yeah. And and that's the thing. If they're out of finals contention, why rush him back? Because exactly then you've right. got your 20, what is he, 22, 23-year-old halfback risking an ACL. You're going to miss him the, the next season. So if it's not this week, Sam Walker season. We could be over. We just don't know it yet. Yeah, I'll
1: tell you what. If you're a Sam Walker owner in draft, I would be very, very nervous. Yes, love that <laughs> for you. Fantastic. <laughs> I, actually,
2: I actually traded. I've done some terrible trades this year. I've traded... Um, Firstly, Tino to Manu, which at the time was it's it was okay. But yeah. then I traded Steve Crichton to Sam Walker, who hasn't played a game since. And then I traded Manu to, to Burton, and then Burton. Well, I still seven. think
1: that, that, that was a worthwhile pun, though. Yeah. Anyway, Critter's not a great draft player. The no. end of like he's he's handy, but he's he's, he's played some games at least. He has, yeah you know, Yeah, no, that, that's true. Yes. Uh, for the Storm, Nelson Sofa of Solomona on the edge. He's caught my attention. Talk about it soon, but he's caught my attention. I might be looking at a little pod trade in this week. Uh, The Origin boys have been named, we're talking about it pre-show, Harry Grant. He is the only hooker in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. He's the only one that can play hooker at a high click. Melbourne are in a spot where they're sitting in fourth. They've used all their buys. Every team below them in the top eight has one buy to come, or two if you're the South and you're I don't think Melbourne can afford to rest guys, play limited minutes. I just think they have to go
2: full throttle now even with them there against respectfully the B Panthers team they were terrible yep. um Nass is an interesting one I know you'll talk about him I think Melbourne's forward pack they just got dominated against the Panthers and that concerns me for Harry Grant I think what we know from Harry Grant is that free flowing you know eyes up rugby league you pick up the ball dummy half and run he just didn't get that yep. and he hasn't got it for some time now so for me, I'm a Harry Grant owner. Yeah. I'm happy to have him. Yeah. But if I didn't have him, I wouldn't be chasing him. Which, yeah, that's where I am. I, it sounds weird. At the start of the year, I said he was a must-have. I started my year with Harry Grant. I didn't want to be without him. And now I'm sort of sitting back thinking, I don't really need this guy now.
1: It's, a, it's going to be interesting moving forward over the years for Supercoach now because if the Melbourne Storm don't have this huge monster forward pack, who are the other hookers? Like,
2: is, is there a must-have hooker in Rugby League? Well, I brought one in last week. I don't know if he's must-have. He plays in the next game. Blake Braley. I don't think he's must have, but what I've seen from the sharks and Brayley, especially mm. the last probably month, he is. It's not always just give to Hines. He's got that you know that X play back on the inside, which Cronulla love.
1: Yeah, and it might be that you know hookers that were been must haves for years, yeah. the Smiths,
2: the, these sort of guys, like they don't exist anymore. No, maybe so not.
1: Y- your must have category at hooker might start to change too. The level Black Brayley's at. Yeah, it's it's going to be an inter- a really interesting time because not many guys playing eighty minutes nowadays.
2: Robson. Yeah, Cook. I don't know Cook's on old legs, but Robson he 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 has the game very similar to Cook, which Cook for a for a long time was a super coach mainstay. Yeah, which I, I still think none of those guys are top ten super coach no, players. You're not We're breaking a, the bank.
1: No, no way. You're probably not winning a draft comp with them as your top pick either. So it's no. It's interesting. Uh, let's move to Sunday afternoon footy, two p.m. coming in from Auckland, the Sharkies and the Waars over there. Uh, Joshy Curran on the edge, Barnett in the front row. No other real changes for the Waz Sharks. They're essentially 1-17. to 17. No changes there. Anything you want to touch on in that game?
2: I want to ask you, not so much from a supercoach sense, but maybe the impact of mm. McInnes at 13 mm. with uh, Finucane either playing, well, he's obviously suspended this week, but moving him to the front row rotation. Does that make the Sharks a better team with McInnes at 13? I
1: think it definitely does.
2: I think everyone thinks it does. Yeah. Why Why, I, why don't I they don't just do it? I don't understand
1: why Cam McInnes is so underutilized. I love
2: the bloke. I. Yeah. He was coming off the bench at the start of the year. I think at round was it round one, Maddie, they played Souths. I think it was. He played 37 minutes. Cam McInnes. He was former yeah. 80 minute hooker. <clears throat> yeah. I think they're a much better team with him at 13 for what it's worth.
1: I agree. Yeah. Uh let's <clears throat> move to the four oh five p.m. game. The Dolphins and the Penrith Panthers coming here from now you guys said at Penrith. It's at KO Stadium, isn't it? Maddie, can you deal that? Oh, I'm yeah, pretty sure it's uh, up there. Redcliffe. It's him, Redcliffe? Yeah. Okay, maybe I misheard you before. Uh, anyway, it's at KO Stadium. Uh, for the Finns, uh, Hammer is at centre, so Tafare
2: out of the side. Owner? I own, yeah. but I'm not disappointed.
1: Yeah, it is what it is.
2: I'd rather him out than on the bench, like he was a few weeks ago. Yeah, what a kick in the dick that was. Uh,
1: you and Aiken in the centre, so I think it's pretty evident that Wayne has identified, I need to get my centres making tackles here and there. Mm. You and Aiken. Hammer in there. Uh, K-Brom in the front row, which is a huge win for Conley Lemuelu. I'm not an owner.
2: I am in drafts. So I'm stoked. Have you got him? Uh, I did. I sold him. I sold think I him. sold him. He had a big BE. didn't play that week. It might have been around 15, 16. Even now, he scored a try on the
1: weekend, which was a really soft try, to be yeah. fair. Uh, but he's just not getting through the
2: work he once was. So I wouldn't be too upset. Just before we go on, yeah. just back on Valance. Yep. Is he done as a super coach option? Like you, we're obviously not buying him, but at what point do we... Like 400k, you could cash him out to enough, nah. use that 200k elsewhere. That's an awkward spot, isn't it? Because without a try, he's 40, right?
1: Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if he's won that spot over Branko. Right. So now he could be the fourth choice CTW. He could be behind Aitken, Hammer, Branko
2: and Tafado. Defensively, he made Brian Kelly look like his cousin. Yes. Greg sure Last be. week, I think, yeah, anyway. And he didn't that do could much have been against
1: Herbie Farmworth the week before. So, and granted, Branko Lee not a note defender. Yeah, but good God, it was working when it was him and Isako out there in
2: attack. At least it worked. Um, this team list for the Dolphins. I said it last week. They're starting to look a little bit thin, especially no JMK there last week. I yeah. think they just got pulled apart. Um, Graham's probably doing a job, but I think Milford even came on and played a bit of nine last week.
1: Yeah, I'll. Um, I will say this about you and Aiken playing center. We assume that if Hammers playing center, he plays left center. Yep. So Aiken plays right. Yep. <laughs> Branko was great for Isako. So Fado right. wasn't good. Aitken. could be worse. I could really sink Isacco here.
2: Okay, that to that point, Dolphins have the buy next week. They play the Panthers this week. I think Isako's break even. Um, I'll look it up in a sec. It's very high. Yeah. Do we sell him this week? Do we, do we cash out early, and maybe use that money to go? Elsewhere, either via the jewels bringing a fullback or even Manu down to centre wing. Like, it sounds silly to sell a because we know at his best he's very good. But we could be getting out a week early this week.
1: Yeah, I'm stuck. You have got some decent games to come though. Canterbury, Newcastle, yeah, know. You got the Tigers. That's a thing. Yeah, even the Roosters is a good matchup nowadays at the moment. Yeah. Um uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm hesitant to make a call on Isako because I haven't got one right this year with him right. at any point whatsoever.
2: But holding this week, maybe. Mate, yeah. Break even 117. What it's worth. I'm really worried about
1: Akenjump. Uh, a I think he's improved, but I remember a few years ago watching him at centre. Just if you had the winger
2: outside him for an anytime try score, up, mm. start making your next one. Yeah. You're done. Well, that's the thing. Like, we, have you got him, Osako? Osako, yeah, I do. So I've had him most of the year. I think I got him after his first price rise. Oh, you bastard! Yeah. So I was lucky. This is the thing. Like, super coach, you need to make the correct decision twice for the twenty-seven yeah. rounds, right? Um, I was lucky enough with Osako. This is yeah. My first instinct is maybe he's he could be a sell. Yeah. I don't know if I'm brave enough to do it, but I'm thinking that way.
1: He's he's definitely a guy that I know now. I will not be buying. Yeah, there's I no need.
2: Very confident well. In that. Maybe once he drops in cash and maybe, you know, a couple of weeks' time, you could almost go valance a bit more straight to Osaka. I just wonder,
1: yeah, I don't know. I just, like, a few weeks ago we were sitting here with the Dolphins going, fuck, has it all fallen apart? Is it over? Yep. Then they play Brisbane and the Titans, two of the Queensland teams. They're getting up for that. I just, yep. I don't know. That's just a lot of moving pieces, And now that it looks like Jeremy Marshall King's out, that worries me so much.
2: What do you make of that? He was named, didn't play. Wayne said he was gone for the season, then... Suddenly, he's not named this week. Got Wayne written all fucking over it. So we can't read too much into it. He's a thousand breadcrumbs, but no answers. If you owned him in draft, are you worried? Yes, definitely.
1: Okay, I don't own him. Lucky. Nor do I, and I'm stoked I don't. I had him last year, but I yeah, I would be worried. I don't think that situation looks good personally. Okay. Cool. Um, and that, like th- those rumours of him potentially being out long term, they have to come from somewhere. Where there's smoke this fire. Exactly right. We love a fire in rugby league. <laughs> Um, Okay, let's move to the Penny Panthers. Uh, The hero and saviour, Sonny Luke, back in Jersey 14. Um, Now the extended bench. uh, Hosking, Peach, Jenkins, McLean. Take it or leave it. My mail is that Nathan Cleary will not play. Uh, It was for the thousandth time medical staff versus Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary normally comes out and wins, but I think the medical staff have won out here. So I don't think he's going to play this week. I think he will play next week, which I think will... I actually prefer it, and I'm, we're sort of in the same boat. Yep. It allows the great Phoenix Crossland
2: to make a little bit more coin. I'm okay with it. We are, or I am. I'd want to know pretty soon, though. I don't want to get to Sunday, and I still don't know. Yeah. Like I'm,
1: I'm pretty confident in saying he won't play.
2: Okay. Well, for that, that's the news of the week, right? Because I think a lot of trades would have been geared towards getting Nathan back in this week.
1: As they should be, yeah.
2: Because the break-even is 132, but that doesn't matter. He could lose money and score 120. You're never going to get those points, respectfully, Yeah. Phoenix Crossland, 100%. That's a captaincy option Sunday afternoon. So that throws, I think, not only mine, but a lot of people's trade plans out the window this week. If that – not to question your mail, but, I mean, like, no, no, if, no, if, mate, if we are I, questioning – I'm more stoked that you put the challenge down to Phoenix Crossland. Come on, Phoenix. Something. Something yeah. for the boys tonight. Come good. Fifth time. Fifth time's a charm.
1: Um, so on the extended bench, you've obviously got Hosking, Peach, Jenkins, McLean. I'm also hearing there's a good chance that you might finally see the debut of Jesse McLean. It's a good there game. Might be a couple of outside backs rested from the Panthers, uh, which would make complete okay. sense after what they did last time. So uh, I think it's what is it Critter and Brian Totto. Yep. So I reckon you might. I reckon you might see
2: Ivan take the opportunity to play McLean over Jenkins this week. We saw Hosking come from 18th man to play rounds. Well, last Origin, Peachy not even named on the bench this week. Like. For those still holding, which I'm sure there are holding Hosking Peachy, especially. Like, what are you, what are you reading into that? Should they s- budget, as in they're not going to be there this week? Did Penrith play at home last week?
1: <sighs> Maddie, something. Sorry, I I'll get it up. I've got it up here. Uh, they, they oh, sorry, the week, week
0: before that. Week before they, they played Melbourne,
1: Melbourne in Melbourne. Melbourne. in Melbourne. Okay. <laughs> uh, the only thing I was thinking with that game when they played Peachy on the bench was he's two hundred. Right. Thought maybe they just brought him in to have that two hundred at yeah. home potentially, but if it was in Melbourne, that makes no sense. So ignore that. Um, I don't know. I've from the from the two people I get Penrith mail from, they both just reckon it is getting harder and harder to work out what Ivan's doing week to week. It's very hard to work out who's going to be your back rowers, who's going to be your centers. Yeah, what's doing with Nath, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but
2: why I think it's so important is because we've seen with Tyrone Peachy already this season when he starts. Invariably, he scores, and he scores well. 74 against the Cowboys round 16. Uh, started against the Knights round 17, scored 107. Came off the bench and scored a 10. So, th- you know, between his best and his worst, there's a whole whole heap of difference. Yeah. Where's your sources? We need the mail. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident in saying
1: Nath won't play. I'm, I'm planning this weekend my draft team to not have him. Okay. That's, where, that's the direction I'm going in. So we'll see how it plays out. A lot can change in a few days. But I just think it would make sense, right?
2: Why play these yeah. guys? Can you tell us more about McLean?
1: Uh, I really like him. I thought I actually thought he was a sniff to debut round one. Yep. Um, I think that there was a couple of defensive issues uh, throughout the year that I think Ivan held him back for. And like the guys he played over him, PG, Jenkins, these sort of guys, they've come in and shown they can play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, McLean is a very, very exciting talent. He on, the,
2: is, on the scale of one to could be anything, where is he? Uh, I'd probably say he's...
1: I I, I think the waves he'll create will be very similar to when Taruva came in. Awesome. That sort of guy.
2: Okay. I think we saw him in the trial. He scored a try against the
1: the Eels. He's been doing very well in New South Wales Cup. Very, very talented kid. He's got a younger brother as well who they've got, I think, even higher wraps on. So uh, keep an eye on that family over the next couple of years. Very confident kid. Uh, Anytime trial scorers are begging for him. But anyway... (laughs) Always responsibly. Eels v. Titans, 6.15pm from Combank Stadium. For the Eels, the Origin boys have been named. Ryan Madison back to the bench. Sean Lane starts Assy in Jersey
2: 6. Sean Lane. Geez, wasn't he the talk of the town this time last year? It's funny how he went from obscurity in 2021 to yeah. Supercoach Gun must have 2022.
1: Was it 2021 or 2020 where Andrew Davey was keeping him out of the team?
2: It could have been both. It's every
1: year it was. it was one of those years where Andrew Davey was playing him under the table, and then I was sitting here at the end of last year going, eh, "He might play for the Kangaroos." Yeah,
2: I don't think it's a coincidence that it's probably unfortunate for Sean Lane that his season hasn't overlapped with Dylan Brown's season. Yes, yeah. I think we saw it, was it last the best combo year. last year. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not a, not a surprise that I think he did his jaw broke his jaw. He missed the first chunk of the season when Brown was on fire. He came back. Brown's been gone. Yeah. And still Brown's out. So I'm not diving into Sean Lane.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when and if when, whenever it is Brown does return. It'll be interesting to see how that combo goes. Yeah, Because they've obviously got the buy around 27, so a lot of people that don't have trades won't even be able to look at the option. But people
2: with trades, it could be an interesting one. You've got plenty of trades. I've got yeah. heaps of
1: trades. I'll, I'll be doing some rogue shit over the next 10 weeks.
2: Yeah, and so you should because you're chasing rank. You've got trades. Yep. We're going to get to it very soon about pods and... How to make ranks up this time of year You're sitting pretty Yeah It's going to be fun if nothing else
1: uh, For the Titans Origin boys They have been named uh, Cleese Haas on the edge Jaden Campbell at 14 uh, Obviously Actually we'll save that Because we'll talk about Fafita and Tino very soon Because there's a lot of questions about these fellas Cool um, Mate Your deep dive Might be the deepest dive That a dive has ever Really fucked that up Dived like, Dived sure let wrong with that
2: yeah, look, I thought I'd better it's been do one of the most confusing mornings. Timmy, some life, justice though. here. I don't know, like we're not going to the depths of trying to find the Titanic, but mm. we're, we're sort of going somewhere there. Uh, this is the deep dive. Now, I've called it the template team and pods for the run home. So I even gave it a title. you yeah. I thought I'd bring something. Okay, so the top twenty-five most owned players and by the top ten percent. I found this without uh, understating it. It's it's sort of incredible how these top. 25 players actually make the bulk of a 25 supercoach squad, if that makes sense. Like the numbers of players assigned to each of those positions on the field. Whole heap of words to say that. But I'll push on here. So um, this isn't in order of most owned, but in order of the positions on the field. So at hooker, there was Harry Grant. Yeah. The only hooker in the top 25 most owned. Now, again, this is top 10%. So sort of looking towards the, the higher echelon of supercoach players, um, it gives you a better gauge than those who have stopped playing. Front row forwards, Joey Tarpanay, Tohu Harris and Payne Haas. 2RF, Hopgood, Nikola, Fafita, Preston and Bateman. Halfback, Hines, Moses, SJ, 5'8", Ponga, Manu, Cody and uh, Cameron Munster. Cody Walker, mm-hmm. that is. Now, some of these are jewels, but I've sort of put them where I think they are. Yep. Where people are playing with them. At centre wing, Ruben Garrick, Ronaldo Molotalo, Tyrone Munro of Could Be Anything fame, uh, Greg Maju, CNK, AJ, and Valence Stefane. Also of Could Be Anything fame. Uh, and at fullback, Jermaine Asako, Clint Gutherson. Mm. So that's your top 25 most owned by the top 10%. Now, I haven't doctored that. That's just how it is. My point being. If you're trying to make up ranks, you've got to be playing around those sort of guys. Yep. You want a core group of those guys to not lose ranks, but at the same time, there's probably some names there. I think of Alex Johnston not playing this week, Cody Walker not playing this week, Preston, maybe his super coach days are coming to an end. Harry Grant even, I'm questioning if, if he is a... Jacob Little. Well, that's in your... My superstar yeah. hooker. He's done, a job. he's done a job. He has done a job. It's been ugly as all hell. But if you want to make ranks, which you obviously do, you've got trades, you've got cash to do it. I'm going to put forward probably five or six players here that I think can boost you up the ranks in the next month.
1: Now, before you do that, shout-out to Tim Williams. If you happen to lose your passport and you can't get back, we're fine.
2: We're good as well. No, we want him to come home. (laughs) (laughs) I think he might be on the same flight as David Warner. Warner's coming home. (laughs) Send them home together. God, could you imagine those two? Good God. But they give Booney's record a shake on the way home.
1: Far out. All right, the best... Pods presented to you by Supercoach365.
2: Take it away. So there's some pros and cons to all of these. So I will say, you know, I say best, but there are some downsides to each. Uh, Valentine Holmes. Three-round average of 119. Five-round average of 100 even. Three scores, 100 plus, and two scores of 90 plus in 15 games. So in one of every three games, he's scoring 90 or more. That's vice-captain, that's captain territory for Valentine Holmes. That's the good. The bad with that is though his price eight hundred and fifty odd k. Have you missed the boat? Is it too late to bring him in? Does he play round twenty? So this week does he back up? You think yes? I think he will. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a tick then. Uh, but they do have the buy in round twenty four. So that's second week of your finals. So looking for overall mm. players, but also probably more so head to head players uh, to have eight hundred and fifty k thereabouts. Doing not much in the second week of the finals. It's not great.
1: Yeah, for head-to-head players for sure. But, I've uh, mate, I've had Val Holmes all the way through this year. Yep. And the amount of times people have traded him because of an origin or a buy or something and then he comes out and scores 150 the week after, I just yeah. sit there and go, good as gold. I'm more than happy to hold him. I also think the 30% ownership, I reckon that would be much lower in the top 10, 5,000. Much lower. Probably. I reckon there's a lot of zombie teams that yeah, yeah, dropped yeah. out early and had Val from the start.
2: So, yeah, so just to that point, so these are working from most owned pods, if that yeah. makes sense, uh, down to some of the more obscure or lesser owned players. Uh, next on this list is Tino, Big Tino mm. for Asul Maliawi. 22% owned by the top 10%. So, again, you know, 80% of coaches in that top 10% don't own Tino. That's a real pod play for you to accelerate your rank. Last four scores, it goes without saying, the good, right? Uh, two scores of 100, two scores of 90 or more. The cons, the price. Like, okay, it goes without saying. Are you going to drop, what is he, 860-odd thousand on a front rower? It's a bit of bicky, A little bit. Yeah. And for players who are looking to make ground, you're probably not trying to make up those points at front row forward, being honest, because the question I have about Tino is, is he too try-dependent? So in three of those four games, he has scored tries. Yeah. Last four games. Uh, his floor as well. We don't often associate Tino with having a floor. We think big minutes, big motor, athletic. Uh, but just to you know, cushion that he's had four scores under sixty this year. If he comes out and scores a fifty-five this week, when you buy him, you're probably not too happy with that. Uh, backing up after Origin, just consider that as well. And the Titans draw. I don't think it's. I don't think it's an easy draw. I don't think he's scoring a lot of tries against these teams. I could be wrong. Uh, his minutes have averaged around sixty this season. Um, look at his draw. Have you got it there?
1: I, I don't. But whilst you're getting it, I just—I I thought I'd just remind us all how he finished last season as well. Go on, because it was amazing. Um, if you have a look from. Round 20 onwards, round 20, he played 61 minutes, scored 88, no try. Uh, He then had round 21, he was a little bit quiet, Uh, 56 minutes, scored 54 points, no try or anything there, obviously. But then the last three games when the Titans were desperate, they were trying to find wins, which I think they'll be in the same boat this year, 68 minutes for 90 points, 80 minutes for 109 points, 69 minutes for 70 points, no tries across those three weeks. Who did they play those three weeks? They played the Dragons, the Knights, and the Warriors. My argument to you, though, yep. against those better teams, I think it forces him to play more minutes.
2: Yeah, so that's the good, like, that's that's the, the caveat to this, yep. right? So the teams, they obviously have the Eels this week, um, you know, on the cusp of the top eight themselves. The Roosters, the Cowboys, the Warriors, the Sharks, the Panthers, the Storm, round 27 against the Bulldogs. Yep. So there's probably, you know, seven games there. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at Tino. You can't be banking on him scoring tries. That's that's more of the point I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, very
1: nervous about not having Tino, though.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad I have him. Yeah. 22% on Tino. Uh, some also hovering around those marks. Uh, the Sharks, and a lot of these uh, players would have been brought in last week. I think probably looking at their numbers last week, or Talakai aside, but Kennedy probably let those down who did bring him in last week. He would have yeah. been hoping for more. The pros in the Sharks obviously have no buys. Uh, these two prominent in that left side sweep. Yep. The slingshot, I think it's called. Uh, they have a great finals fixtures. The Sharks, I yep. think they've got games against the Tigers, the Knights, uh, throwing the oh, could be the Warriors. We'll check that. They play the Warriors this week. Yep. Um, the cons though is I think if you're going to them, how many Sharks can you have? Yeah, Mulatalo would be popular. Nikodas popular. Hines goes without saying. Braley I've got. Um, What are your thoughts on Mulatalo? Going from Mulatalo to a Talakai or a Kennedy?
1: I've got Talakai and Mulatalo. Yep. And I won't be having any more. Every week I look at Jesse Raymond and go, ooh, hello. Yeah. And then go, no, can't do it. Will Kennedy, I'm sort of, I'm going to have to, I think I'll probably sell Gatho in the next week or two. Yep. Is my plan. Um, I'm more so thinking I'm just
2: going to go all in on Luttrell.
1: I don't think I'll have Will Kennedy this year, but I, yeah. I don't think he's a
2: bad option. I, I just I find the Sharks hard to trust. I probably had really the blinkers though. on a little bit last week, like looking at purely at that Tigers game, and thinking yep. they're going to you know run in 50 points and I'm going to... What did Kennedy score? 55. So I could have done without that. Although it might have won me this. It might have won you that. Actually, it did fair. win you that.
1: Uh, but, yeah, I, I just... Yeah.
2: I, 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 I know just you find
1: the Sharkies team hard to trust. And you look over the next few weeks, they play... I think they play four top... Eight teams in the next six weeks, the Sharkies. Or or 14. I think Cowboys are one of them. I'm counting as a top 18, to be fair. I just, yeah, I question how
2: well the Sharkies are going to go over the next few weeks, which is why I don't want too many of them.
1: But I'm happy to have two or three of them.
2: I'll race through some of these others. Scotty Drinkwater, 13.3% owns. The pros are there in black and white. 136, three-round average. 126.5 126 five-round average. It's going to break the million-dollar mark this week. That's the con. Uh, and again, like Holmes has the buy. <laughs> that is mind-boggling. Million dollars. We we're talking uh, Turbo. Yeah. Uh, Pappenhausen at his best. Cleary at his best. Scotty D.
1: We're talking about a fullback that's you that's know, up and down, has a really low floor, who was in a team that I thought was no hope of making the top eight five weeks ago. Now he's going to break a mill. Yeah, incredible. Doesn't even fucking goal kick.
2: Well, that's the thing. He's a good goal kicker. He can kick, and I'm yeah. surprised that when Holmes hasn't been there that he hasn't kicked.
1: Oh, mate, like, um,
2: imagine if he had goal
1: kicking. He'd, he'd, he'd be, be must-have, I think. Yeah.
2: Uh, at the price, though, probably not. Uh, and a couple of others, we mentioned them already. Blake Braley. I like what I've seen from him. I think he's becoming more confident in that yep. Sharks attack. Very hands-on. I will say this, though. He's had nine out of 16 games this year uh, where he scored 60 or less. So, that super coach pedigree, year on year success, we just haven't seen it from Blake. And I've mentioned Nathan Cleary here. I think we spoke about Nathan. We don't think he's going to play this week. So, it sort of goes without saying. You wouldn't be trading him in this week. Uh, if you do, though, just be mindful five of uh, his eight games this year where he hasn't scored a ton. So, let's just rewind that. He scored four tonnes in 12 games this year. Yep. In the other eight games, he has. Scored sixty or less, five of those other eight. Sorry, so almost fifty percent of the time he's not scoring eighty points. Interesting. Sorry, sixty points even. And yeah. obviously there's been some injuries in those. Um, but you take he's coming back from a hamstring, yeah, soft tissue, right? Yeah. So you just got to be mindful. Uh, Reese Walsh, probably the last one on this list that we'll talk about now. We know how good he is. His ceiling. Um, the cons in that, though, coming back, they play a lot of teams in form. So five of their remaining six games when he's back will be against top eight teams. Five out of six. Mm. So he can't, you know, bash up the, the lesser teams. These teams are all going to be looking to be playing finals footy. And the Broncos have a buy in round 25. At 6.4%, I think it's a risk not worth taking with Reese Walsh.
1: I put up a thing on my Instagram the other day and I did a, like a live reaction to it on the podcast yesterday. And I asked people who are the pretenders and the contenders for the run home. Yeah. I reckon 90% of people had Broncos in pretenders. Wow. So, yes, he's got that buy, but if you're someone with trades up your sleeve, like oh, 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 I personally don't think the Broncos are going to fall off a cliff. No. I think they're a really good shot to take home a minor premiership this year now. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: fuck, he, he could really break it open. But when you're talking about him or like a Latrell, maybe. Yeah. It's so there, yeah, There's some there that I haven't mentioned. I, I sort of drew the line there in South. I know there's you know, question marks over that. That buy, particularly for head to head players around 26, yeah. it's just such a pain. Um, to sum all of that up, who's the best pod, do I think? Yep. Uh, I'm going with Valentine Holmes. Now, it, it's probably less poddish because he's 30% owned, but take, take that as numbers aside, right? Seven out of 10 coaches don't have Val. Yep. Goal kicking, scores, tries. The Cowboys, they're making this run. He's key in all of their left side attack. I'd love to say drink water, but I can't justify it at the price.
1: Yeah, no. Fair shout. I've already got Val and I've loved having him all year and we will hold him until the very end. <sighs> Jeez, he's Fucking appealing, though.
2: That's the thing, though. A lot of people uh, would have stacked some cash looking to get Cleary this week. I just wonder if some attempted to maybe go Gutho to drink. That's a go real possibility. Yeah. Um, a good game against Manly as well. I know D- D- DCE's named to back up. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I just think the Cowboys can go there and win. I think they can go there and and win quite well, to be honest. I think that they've just got the team now. They're in form. Confidence is back. I would hate to be versing the Cowboys in the next seven weeks. Gus, I remember Gus said probably after they got beat 66 to 18 that this (laughs) team can still win the comp. Yeah, out of nowhere. He saw something that 99.9% of others didn't. As per with Gussie. And here we are. Took a break from uh, yelling
1: at Clouds to make that cracker. All right. Questions from the people. Cam Murray for the run home. That one comes from Joe Barr. Very cheap at the moment. What are your thoughts?
2: No, I don't want him, and he's yep. cheap because he hasn't played good Super Coach footy. Yeah, Matty, anything to say on
0: Cam Murray? I mean, he's been he's been playing great for South, but the scores haven't been there, have they? Even like I know that because he was my first draft pick this year in, in Rises Comp. Dickhead.
2: Uh, what 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 pick was it? So he was
0: pick. I think you were pick so eight. I was after, I was after you. No, you before. were pick
2: eight. You were pick eight. There was someone picked nine. And it's funny because both of them in front of me were Souths fans. I was pick ten. And I was sweating at night because I really want to drink water. Pick yeah. ten. I thought it was a bit of a reach, but I knew he was the guy this year. He took Murray. The next guy took Cook. And I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> I'm thirsty, boys. Let me some drink some water.
1: <laughs> I love that, Matty. We, uh, we give shit to the bloke in our comp who took Cam Murray third
2: pick. Wow. Well, there you go. Do your own research. But one overall.
0: Well I, well, I was. Do you listen to anything we say here or what? I, I, it doesn't matter. Cam Ray is my favourite player. I think he went to school with Cam.
1: He hasn't mentioned it a thousand times. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I, yeah. th- I thought I heard it somewhere. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, are you both from Mascot? He's from Botany. Botany, of course. But he, he played for
1: Mascot. Stones
2: throw. Of course he did.
1: Yeah, just a four iron away. All right. Uh, this one comes from Jay Slee. For feeder or Tino? If you had to pick one, who are you going with?
2: Well, I own Tino. Um, if you didn't If I didn't own, anyone, own no either... Uh, Fafita.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say Tino.
2: No, I think Fafita. He runs on the board, right? He's scored back-to-back th- 106 times in a row now, I think. Tino is like harsh to me. Great to have, but
1: I just don't think he can end my season. Yeah. Fafita can. He's hide behind the couch and watch TV sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, he can do something from nothing, which yeah. I think Tino sort of needs to be 10 metres out to, to score a try. Fafita could do it from 60 metres out.
1: Yeah. All right, next one comes from Rudy Pete. Sell or hold? Pain. Haas, I've never owned him at any point this year. Neither. Out
2: at the moment, if you still have him, I think you should probably just hold him. Oh, no, I'd be selling. Selling? Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, what's his price, Six fifty mm-hmm. I'm sure you could make some ground. Like, Tarpanay and Tohu, they're not too far away from that price. And they're spanging out 90s, right? So this time of year, I don't think you should worry about holding. Like, you just need runs on the board. You need points, and there's points around him there. If he, If he returns next week, though... Yeah, but he has a buy, a few weeks. Like to that point, could you go via the jewels and, and get a Fafita or a Tino? Like I don't know. I just I don't I don't love it. He's got a buy around twenty five. It's four weeks away. I don't love it. Pain I don't know. I, front row is sitting there doing nothing. No, not for me. No.
1: All right, fair call. Cool. Um, let's move to our next. Question Uh, Next one comes from Jai Graham We sort of already spoke about this Kiraz playing centre Help or hinder We don't know which side he's on Or whatever Um, Jeez Kiraz has been a trap I held him
2: for like six weeks At one point Well he was almost a must have he was like Talakai territory, right? Like yes. he was, he'd scored all these points, massive base, the big lure, and then he just fell off a cliff.
1: Yeah, I remember Tim didn't have him, and I sat here for five weeks when he was out going, Yeah, but you don't have Kira as I do. Yeah.
2: 30, 30, 30. Yeah. Fuck. The cash just evaporated. Yeah. Uh, right centre, if he is, I think it'll help his rugby league. Yes. Will it help his supercase? Probably not. If he's left centre. I still think
1: there's just better options out yeah.
2: there. No, I'm not, I'm not. Not eyeing off a Bulldog's centre wing. Yeah. But yeah. Not, not this time of year. Not this time of year. All right, next one, and our last question. Sam
1: Deacon, is it time to trade Buller? I traded him last week. I had the opportunity to go. Do I take his what I assume would be 30 points? I think he scored 40. Or yep. do I just swallow that cash? I took the cash to get to Cleary as soon as I can. Do you trade Buller now? Yeah, I would.
2: I never had him. Um, there's probably, yeah, 400, 500. I you have done well to
1: be in the top 1,000
2: without ever owning Buller. I don't know how I've done it. Anyway, as I said, I said... You've done it. I've done it. Well, not yet. I'm there at the moment. Yeah. I want to finish there. Uh, yes, trade Buller. Go on. Get rid of him.
1: Okay, let's move to our trades and skippers. Uh, we, we've got our sit and starts this weekend. Look, I with the Canberra Raiders boys out, Jack DeBellin out, I think everyone's going to be short on front row forwards somewhere. Yep. I don't know how much there is to dive into sit-v starts realistically. I think your team's... I, I don't think many people have more than 18 or 19.
2: If you can get, yeah, a, a squad and... Maybe one or two waiting in the wings You've done well this week
1: And I think if you've got 16 or 17 Don't ruin your next seven weeks Trying to get one extra player this week No I would sit on your hands this week Cop it And then just go all in on the next seven weeks What are your thoughts on that? I
2: completely agree I think the priority this week Should not be finding an extra 30 points It's probably doing enough to make sure that this time next week, if Cleary is playing, you've got money there to get him. Yeah. Um, for feet of the same boat. If you can't make it work this week, you will probably want them both as soon as next week. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: All right, uh, our trades and our skippers, mate. Your trade option this week, you were thinking Cleary. I've potentially shut on that if my mail is correct. Yeah. If that mail is correct, well, if that's mail isn't correct, you'll go to Cleary. If it's not, if he is, if he isn't playing, Jesus Christ, Maddie, can you get me three more coffees? I mean, all sorts <laughs> this morning. <laughs> What's your plan?
2: Uh, if he's playing, I'm getting him. Yep. Although we won't know till Sunday. We could not know till Sunday at 2pm.
1: Uh, you might not know until
2: then, yeah. So that's, that's, that's why it's so tricky. Why it's tricky as well is I was planning to captain him mm. this week against Love the Dolphins. That. So I would have brought him in straight captain. Um, to me, what that means is I'm probably holding Crossland another week. The cat with nine lives has found a tenth life. The cockroach. Yeah. We can make that catch. Just, you can't ruin I it. I can't get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so Crossland will stay. What that means for me trade-wise is probably I could do no trades. Um, it's a luxury to have this time of year. Or via the jewels, I I might sell Gutho. Okay. So, and why I'm selling is probably because uh, who scares me more of not owning him? D- David Fafita or Clint Gutherson? It's probably Fafita. Yeah. No more buyers with Fafita, so I'm getting an extra game out of – uh, for feeder than I would Gutho. I could do that via Jermaine Asarco and Braden Williamy-Jewels. I've held Williamy since round one. He's played one or two games, and the amount of times I've used him in Jewels, it's, yeah. it's, it's, he's and paid he, it's himself off. Yeah,
1: You mentioned Gutho there, mate. Yeah. Uh, I got him in about a month ago. He's done unbelievably well for me. I think he's averaging 115 or whatever the fuck it is over the last three games. Yeah. Um, Warriors this week in New Zealand, not ideal. No, sorry, uh, Gold Coast this week. Good matchup. but then he goes... Cowboys, Storm, Dragons, decent. Broncos, Roosters, Penrith, bye. So, yeah. some very, very tough matchups there. And I think that if you go back and watch his last few games where he's gone 120 class, a lot of tries out of dummy half, yeah. a lot of just very average shit, which I'll take, but it hasn't been great. And
2: just the will to do that. You mentioned the, the, the one good game that you had in that run there was round 23. I don't think it's a coincidence that that is the game where Dylan Brown will come back. So Mm. factor that in as well. It's a great game, but there's an extra mouth to feed there. Yeah. So that's why I'd be more inclined to sell Gutho this week if I'm going to do it. He's got to BE of around 40, I think. So it's not all doom and gloom. Like, you could probably do it next week. 49, yeah. 49, like, yeah. You you could sell him for close to 910000 Or you can go to drink. There's options there. I was really banking Cleary. So if I'm to use the one trade, I'd go seven trades left with no boost left. And my captains would have been uh, Vice-Captain Ponga. I think yep. it's a no-brainer. And my captain would have been Cleary. So then, again, why that's tricky is because Hines plays before Cleary. Yep. So I would have to have Hines on my field, meaning I couldn't captain Cleary if he plays.
1: Yeah, I, I'm in a similar boat. My cap, My VC would definitely be KP. And then... I would have loved the Cleary play as well. Then I'm looking at either Hines or – and I'd say the other one I don't mind it is a bit of a pump, but
2: I've got a feeling about Fafida. Going well?
1: Yeah. David, okay.
2: Well, That's the thing, like late in the week. Imagine kicking back the Sunday night.
1: Yeah, if he doesn't play or something. I'm yeah. Like, well, you've got
2: Gutho. I've got Gutho, yeah. I that's just have to be
1: prepared. I have
2: to have them both in my starting lineup and be prepared to yeah. – make that move imagine kicking back Sunday night you know feed up last game of the week and you can just know you've got for feeder and you've got in captain yeah
1: be lovely it it' be, just, it'd I, be I, as exciting as a good fight at least against the Sharky side yeah
2: back at home I think they, you know they'd be disa- disappointed um, sorry why would they be disappointed they just won by 40 um, <laughs> I think they would let me put this right they'd be disappointed from how they played against South's yeah that's that's where I was getting Um Points approved prove back at home. This is a, a matchup as well, Johnson against the Sharks. Maybe there's just like you know points of prove against Nico, or something there. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, they would have been. Yeah, they let the fans down last time they were there
1: for sure. And I, I think that game will mean more to them than their game against Souths
2: last week. Definitely. Anyway, so that's Souths, that's where we Parramatta. Sorry, the Par- game against Parramatta. Yeah, yeah. The, the Souths game sticks out though because they were they were just expected to win. Souths had the whole heap very unworriers
1: based on who they've told us they are this year. Yeah.
2: And they would want to right those wrongs here, I think Yeah,
1: for sure um, Yeah, my one trade I'm thinking this week I've had Jack DeBellin for a long time He's been great for me But he never goes below 50 But I just feel like he's never going above 65 He's good to have, but he's yeah. not He's not hurting he's, him He's not setting the world alight light for me So I, when he's got the buy this week I'm going to take the opportunity to move him I'm thinking of a little pod play for a couple of weeks on Nas
2: On the edge there I mean, he plays good footy on the edge. He scored a try last week. He, he, they just seem to go to him in the attack. The huge edge, a uh, huge edge rather. I like that short ball. Yeah. Um, tell us, I uh, guess, a little bit more. You've obviously had a look at it. What you I thinking? like
1: this week plays the Roosters. Yep. That means that he'll be going up against Keery. the Keery-Billy Smith edge. I like that. Wow. Yeah. I love Billy Smith. I mean, Smith, as a pod. There's been issues there, for sure. Yeah. And I just think, and I, you made the very good point before, as we've, we've spoken about on Bloke for the last fucking 20 weeks, Melbourne, they don't have it through the middle. Similar to how Penrith were using kick-out last year, they just shift wide to get a bit of momentum. I just think they're going to do that to Nass all day. And, mate, I just, I can't see Billy Smith um, and Kirie getting enough contact to not stop offloads, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Is there any mail on Katoa?
1: When he's back Only what I've read On NRL Physio I don't know It sounds a bit up in the air to me Yeah But mate I mean like Fuck If he plays on the edge this week And he does well Even if he only plays Another one or two games there Doesn't matter I've got enough trades to move him Whenever I want pretty much So he's, he's a bit of a pod play For me this week Yep Um and yeah, as I said at the start, I've got a heap of trades just sitting up my sleeve, so I'm going
2: to fuck around with them and use some of them. That's the thing, right? Like if you're in a position like you are, where you can target a fixture or target a matchup, even like a head-to-head matchup, Nass against Kiri, it's a mismatch. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's a whole heap of others this week that we could that we could talk about. But um, to your point as well, Barnett scored a double running yep. at the para right edge. Para so para edge. para left edge, the yep. cart right edge. Um. There's a good game this week. He was uh, the Fafita edge. No, he's right left side. Well, that's the thing. Where does Fafita play this week? Is it right or left?
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: The Stimson oh, was
1: right? They would have to go left, I think. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. You wouldn't change that, surely. My point is Can't target try scorers I mean, this time yeah, of year, if yeah. you
2: can. If you can find a mismatch. Target defense. your
1: key spots. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I back it.
1: Yeah, that's where I'm going. Nash, you have a look. I think he's got a break even of about 10 this week. He's at 550K. So I, my plan would be to go him for two or three weeks, then yep. to Tina. And I think I'll have enough money to be able to do that whilst getting Nathan. I can go Guffo down to Latrell. So I've got, yeah. I've got wiggle room there. Mate, is there anything else you want to touch on before we hit the frog
2: and tide? Uh, I don't think so. I think just be mindful. I made this mistake after Origin 2 of the order of the games, Yep. i.e., Put your players on your field who play first. Because yeah, if you get it, if you yeah. get to Sunday and Tino's out, but you've got him at starting front row, you could be in a bit yeah, of Barney rubble. Yeah, for sure.
1: Bit of Barnabas. <laughs> so think it all through. Go through and check it. Guys, make sure you're following Supercoach 365. Brother, you have hit it out of the park today.
2: Yeah. Speaking of out of the park, the, the Aussies in the cricket. They just not the result we wanted no, this week. Not all, no, it's not. He's no. hoping the Blues can get the job done for the boys. Yeah, I learn. love relying on the Blues. It's good fun. Come yeah. on, Freddy.
1: Yeah, come on Freddie Matty, thanks for joining us once again mate Thank you, I, I came into this game with no plan of how to use you mm. But I think we just found a way Similar to Gutho tonight
0: Well, I'm getting on Gutho anytime Try scorer, so
2: Responsibly,
1: <laughs> god that's bold Can you explain, jeez, I don't know who's got less logic You or Freddie, can you explain that to me?
0: Yeah, because um, Bradman at best And Gutho both have shin tattoos Pretty simple stuff
1: It's hard to deny I can't
2: push back on it. If it
1: makes dollars, it makes sense, boys. 100%. All good. (laughs) Mate, what's going on with uh, Supercoach365 next few weeks? Anything coming up?
2: Yeah, we'll obviously have our run through to the finals. um, And at the end of it all, we'll do our Player of the Year awards, which we do. Um, Just a little bit of fun there. So, yeah, uh, stay right across where we are on the socials at Supercoach365 or on your podcast. You can search us there. Socials, as we said, we're, we're there as well.
1: And we'll have a uh, little Phoenix Crossland. He will be back next week from his little hiatus. So we had uh, the Supercoach Spy join us last week, obviously part of the SC Playbook Universe. Make sure you go follow Supercoach Spy on Twitter and wherever he is. And please make sure you go follow Supercoach365. Uh, as I said off the top, some of the best-looking content in the game. I would argue the best-looking. to compensate for myself. <laughs> I live there, don't worry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, guys, make sure you go follow Supercoach365 on all platforms. As Kempi always says, don't follow Maddie the Waterboy. Never follow Maddie the Waterboy. And uh, we will see you next week on Reason Break. Evidence.